0: Welcome back to another episode of TFM Bets. Um, How are we doing, buddy?
1: I'm good, Mikey. Happy, what is it, Tuesday?
0: We are recording on Tuesday.
1: Last day of the month of January. We need to lock the fuck in.
0: Yeah, dude, I didn't know that. I literally woke up this morning and someone was like, I saw some tweet about how we need to end January right and like February starting. And I was like, damn, January flew by.
1: Flew the fuck. I by. lost
0: so much money in the month of January alone.
1: Please don't go check my pick It app because, uh, <laughs> damn, bro, the month of January was not a single super goat was found in uh, the midst of my prize picks account. Sadly,
0: I was gonna talk to you about that, bro. We got to stop the super goat bit. Like, we gotta, <laughs> like I, I like I like the six pick flex every day, but just making it the best players on the board every single day and hoping they do their job. It's just not going to
1: hit, dude. No, it's not necessarily the best players. And you know what I'm doing today? I'm switching it up. I thought about this late last night. Like making a roster of dudes you're willing to go to war with, you know, instead of taking bozos like fucking bull bull and, you know, trying to get too cute with it. Siakam. I ain't going to war with Siakam. Come on. You know, so I have a recipe I'm going to try. Over points, over points, over rebounds, over assists, SOG's SOG's and I'm going to see how that does
0: okay um yeah. shit's Diver- not gonna hit
1: <laughs> diversify the portfolio
0: um no I think you know that that could be I hate SOG's but you know I think you you have a good community of guys that are that are good at that so you know, I've been I think telling you, stick you with what you know
1: I've been telling you on the uh on the prize picks college kids I mean, you've been doing good. If you flexed,
0: if you flex the one from last night, it hit. Unfortunately, yeah. the power play missed by one and, uh, guy, dude.
1: On uh, Iowa State. Speaking of Iowa State,
0: <laughs> I was literally about to say that's how I wanted to open the show, bro. I was going to be like, Iowa State has me in shambles, bro. That was one of my favorite bets yesterday when they were playing Texas Tech. I looked at that line, and I and I and it was after I listened to our last episode. If you guys haven't listened to our Last episode, um, or it was a couple episodes ago. Make sure you guys go listen to it. It was the one where we talk about how quickly the media is to turn on people, and it's like that what-just-happened-to-me-yesterday what syndrome. And I was like, last time Iowa State was minus one and a half on the road. They got blown out. I feel like everyone's going to be on Texas Tech. I'm going to go be on Iowa State on the road. Same line. I'm not going to take into account what happened last game. Last game was a fluke against Missouri. It's really hard to play in Missouri, and Missouri blew them out. Dude, I felt like a genie being on Iowa State for the first 30 minutes of that game
1: yeah no i mean that's that's just a brutal way to lose a game i mean texas tech hasn't won a conference game all year and the only reason why i bet on him is because well our boy crabs you know was so confident in it and he was still so confident in it down 20 that he doubled down put 200 on plus 500 uh odds on them let's to not win.
0: act like he doesn't do that with all of his pods and lose it a million times out of a million. Uh, sometimes. He, doesn't,
1: um, he doesn't double down like that. And when he did that, I'm like, okay, you know what? Like maybe maybe there's hope. But people we were live streaming during the game and people were like, Text asking questions, text asking questions. And I'm like, bro, it's a ten point game with five minutes left. Like they ain't Yeah, speaking shit. of
0: guys and wonder I asked this kid for a link to stream about twenty minutes into the start of it. Never got texted back. So I mean, when you guys are wondering, you know, no, you didn't. Why don't I see Mikey over on Night Sweats? Why don't I see Mikey over on Night Sweats? This is why.
1: No, this, you didn't. This
0: is why. Go, to, go to our group well, chat I'm with really, Chelly. I, go to our group chat with Chelly, you bastard.
1: Wow. I mean, I'm dude. I was wanting you on, and we're gonna run it tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, so to have you on at it.
0: Well, you were just looking at it. I'll <laughs> tell you what. No, but um, I did want to say though about that game. So this is my problem with like social media and sports betting sometimes is that was a brutal loss, right? Like I was like, damn, that sucked. The people, and Crabs wasn't one of them, but the people that go on after that that had Texas Tech that are like, it was always Tech, it was always this, it was always that, like literally just delete every app off your phone and then throw your phone off a balcony like you were my least favorite person. If you think Texas Tech had any business actually winning that game, like you're just not smart. Like yeah, that comes down to a team blowing their lead, not tech being that good. They scored 49 points in the second half. Like that has mm. nothing to do with the way you capped that game or the way you looked at those lines. Like that had nothing to do with that. That does not make you like a good better. You just happen to get lucky. I happen to get unlucky. So it was I did have to so say that because I literally I couldn't open dude. I couldn't open my phone. I did my recap for my transparency for the challenge that I'm doing. And I tweeted it, and I literally had to close Twitter because I was like, I can't see all these kids. I think they're good at betting because they took Texas Tech and they like went to overtime.
1: Yeah, it was more so we were just rallying around Crabs because he was, you know, he had meat on table for Tech, and at halftime and even in that second half, he was getting flamed on Twitter like, "Nice POD, bro!" Like, dude sucks, whatever. Everyone's writing him off, and just the fact that he had the confidence to fuck everybody and double down on it, and then actually come out with the dub. Which is pretty cool. But no, yeah, I agree. Like, don't be... I, even though I tweeted, it was always the Red Raiders. Only because... No,
0: not you guys. Not you guys. I mean, like, the people that are serious when they do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you're like, it was always the Red Raiders. Like, I know you're bidding. Like, there's people that were, like, dead-ass serious. Like... Oh, it was
1: never the Red Raiders. This is
0: why you picked the Red Raiders. Like, when I capped this game. And I was like, yo, like, I literally had to... T- I literally had to put, like, my phone away. I was like, I can't do this shit, bro. I can't.
1: Yeah. I can't. Um, <laughs> dude, that saved me bro. I was. Yesterday, college basketball, I got burned by two buzzer beaters, bro. It was a piss fest to start the slate. And then I doubled down on Texas and Texas Tech Moneyline to get me out of piss. Uh, and then when Citadel loses on some fluke ass buzzer beater.
0: Well, I mean, what are we doing taking Citadel? Yeah. And I, I love Citadel. I don't know what it <laughs> Meanwhile, is. Meanwhile, I had Alabama State minus two and a half. They lost by 15. <laughs> That's one <laughs> of those things where, you know, I got to look at myself in the mirror and be like, all right. When I looked at that game, I was on the couch, and I looked at that game. That was almost my favorite play of the day. I looked at all the games that Alabama State had played prior. I looked at the roster. I looked at who'd been playing well. I looked at FAMU. I looked at the FAMU roster. I looked at FAMU's last five. I looked at how the players have been playing. I looked at the matchups. It was one of the games that I really dove into because I was like, ooh, this is a really short line in a mid-major. There's probably going to be a blowout. And I really think it's going to be Alabama State, even though they're favored by minus two and a half. I really thought they're going to win by like 1530, just the way that I was looking at the game and like the matchups and how they had been playing. Dude came out and I got a DM from a kid, literally summed up my day. And he just went, why Alabama State? (laughs) I literally had to respond to him. And I was just like, that's on me, man. That's on me. Listen, like, fuck, bro. listen to the
1: context of this conversation. It really shows, you know, that it's really the season of ball sack states, man. No more football, no more Well, hockey's on the all-star break, of course, or about to be. And in the NBA, we all we have right now is just ball sacks and NBA basketball, which is tough. But I mean, you know, you got to work with what you're given.
0: But I love it. I love college basketball. So that's why, dude, yesterday I was... And I hate being one of those guys. I was three baskets away from going three and one. And instead, I went one, one and three.
1: Oh, yeah. That'll do. Because
0: I had Virginia minus five pushed. I had the over in the Baylor game, which went over by one point, thank God. And then I had Baylor plus four and a half. They lost by five at the end because of free throws. Then I had Iowa State money line. They blew a twenty five point lead and then lost in overtime. I had had Alabama State minus two and a half. They got fucking their shit blown out. Like I just you can't you can't make it up. You yeah, can't I mean. <laughs> make it up. And overtime to lose in overtime to not cover the Baylor spread by one point because of free throws at the end of the game and then a push on Virginia. I was like, yeah, this is not the minute Virginia pushed. I was like, yeah, this is not going to be my day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is
0: not going to be my day.
1: You know, it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But uh, but no, we're right back at it today. New slate, new bags.
0: Yeah, dude, I love I love today's college basketball slate today too. Um, But I did want to talk about a couple things. You know, obviously the Super Bowl is coming up. Like you said, the NHL is kind of an all star break. Um, I do want to talk about a couple things. The first thing is, why did you come to my apartment and rat fuck my cabinet of snacks? (laughs)
1: yeah well first of all let's address uh it's currently, <laughs> currently snowing in texas which i haven't seen in quite some time so we had to do today's show remotely uh because we can't drive on the on the icy roads because people in texas have no idea how to handle that including myself um so we're not nef- we're not leaving the house today um but i definitely didn't raid your fucking cabinet bro i took five sour patch kids and that was it
0: you guys hearing that i want, I want everyone <laughs> to hear that and think of If you were looking at a cabinet with Sour Patch Kids in it, would you only take five? (laughs) You know you wouldn't. You know you wouldn't. The snacks are all gone. Everything is rat fucked. I've got no food because I don't go grocery shopping because I'm a bot. And I'm looking at a goddamn bulletin board outside my apartment with a guy skiing on it that says easiest route to the Rockies. And it's an airline advertisement as if there's not snow on the goddamn ground right now. (laughs) Like, what is happening? I thought I moved to Texas. I know, dude. Not to the goddamn Colorado Rockies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, it's crazy. But uh, no, it's pretty cool, actually. I haven't seen snow in years.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I tried to get away from the snow. That's why I came out here, um, to get away from the East Coast snow, because I don't like the cold. But, you know, it does, it does look pretty cool. I'll give it that.
1: One thing I want to bring up before we dive into anything. Uh, yeah. Did you happen to see... What Harrison Barnes did last night to the sports betting community.
0: I did see that. I saw that. That dude, was brutal, absolute dude. absolute
1: piss, bro. Our boy calling our shot, who is the guy who does the you know, $10 to 10K challenge, which is where you basically just double down your money every day until you get the 10K. He had Harrison Barnes to score 10 points, which he's done in 17 straight games. And he was playing, who was he playing last night? The fucking, the T-Wolves. And, dude, eight points at in like the third quarter. And bro just did cardio the rest of the game and fucked everybody <sighs> over. And, I mean, I would, I, his name was really trending on Twitter, bro. Like, everybody was so pissed at him. I'm sure his DMs last night were fucking ruthless. And he didn't even try and, you know, put up a basket Within the last like 15 minutes of that game. What a bozo, dude.
0: Dude, like that, that's just like, that's the intersection of sports betting and sports where you're like, this is probably the most attention Harrison Barnes will ever get in his yeah, career. Yeah.
1: Unless he's, <laughs> and
0: it's because people had him to score 10 points and he didn't do it.
1: Literally, bro. Uh, I mean, fuck, dude, it was sickening. Absolutely sickening. Minus 1700 odds for him to score 10 points, too.
0: That is just too much juice though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is, bro. I mean, you think it you assume it's free, you know, it makes it even money. Uh, fuck, man. I my mean, my whole
0: I'm- thing, my whole thing with that was when I used to do a lot of NBA props and I and I I never did a ladder challenge, but sometimes I'd be like, why don't I just keep it simple and I'll just do like 10 guys to score 10 points. I wasn't trying to like ladder or do that whole challenge. It would just be like a random night. If the book gives you a point total that low with odds like that, they're putting it up there for a reason. They're not just giving out free money. So whenever I like see stuff like that, I'm always like, damn, but that was only an option for a reason because they don't give that option for every player. They're not like, Oh, fucking Malik monk to score five points. Like if they put it up there, they know there's a chance that it loses. Yeah. Like that's why they're giving you that line. And that's why they put it up on the book. So like, I'm always like, damn, like, how do you not just get that 10 points? But then be- because I used to do that, I'm always like, I would, ne- I would never do the 1700 shit again because like that's happened to me so many times. And I just yeah. got to the point where I was like, they're only putting it up there because they know there's a chance it doesn't hit.
1: You know, what's funny though, is that like, you know, these ladder challenges are super fun. People love them, super engaging. Uh, but if I were to take five minus 600 par- in a parlay, like of teams, that's considered square, chalky. Oh, I know, dude. I think that, I think the is. whole
0: challenge is so dumb, dude. Like <laughs> four minus five hundred guys to score ten points. Like what? But if you take a two teamer of two favorites, you're a fucking bot. Like yeah, yeah. You're a bit.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't get it. I think I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna ride those, and at least you know let the squares feast on. Taking ML fat yeah, legs,
0: ride a couple bozo packs.
1: Yeah, the bozo. packs. I love calling our
0: shot, though. I think his shit is so funny. I think no, it's he's so good dope. I love him. Yeah, no, he's awesome. Um, but speaking but of the Harrison NBA, was. I did want to talk about. Yeah, fuck Harrison Barnes. Um, but speaking of the NBA, I did want to talk about. I have I have one announcement, and then I did want to ask you a question because I saw a clip of it on social media. Um, my announcement is that I'm officially a Dallas Mavericks fan for the rest of my life.
1: That's tough.
0: Just wanted to throw that up there. Um, Now that I've moved to Dallas, I've been trying to find my NBA team um, for ever since the Nets left New Jersey. I'm trying to find the NBA team that I can get behind and kind of support and check the score every night. Not bet on them every time they play, but be able to check the score and be like, ah, good win, boys. And now that I'm living in Dallas, kind of have my roots in a little bit, um, I'm going to be a Mavs fan. And I think that's going to be the rest of my life. Uh, I think Luka's probably going to be my favorite player in the NBA now. So, That'll lead into our next conversation, but
1: you kind of look like a Mavs fan. I don't know what I mean by that, but you just like. I don't know what
0: you mean by that either. I don't know (laughs) if that is a good thing or a bad thing, but I was told the other day that I can't believe you just said that. I was told the other day that I almost went. I was like, I I was talking to someone, and I was like, you know, I almost went to SMU, and in the biggest attitude possible, they said, "You look like you'd go to SMU." You literally do. I was like, all right. You right. fit right in. I was like, all right, guys. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, well, a good bit. But I saw this clip of Luca basically talking shit. And when I played sports, my favorite part of pl- about playing sports, as you guys can imagine, you know, I mean, I love to talk, Is was talking like hot trash. Like, that was just like one of the only things I was really, really good at. And um, I saw this. It was a minute-long clip of him talking shit, talking shit, talking shit, talking shit. And then um, they were asking him about if he loves doing that. And he was like, yeah, it's my favorite part of the game. So I was like, all right, well, my favorite player loves doing what I love to do. I live in Dallas. I'm like 10 minutes away from the stadium. Let's go. Like Luke is going to be here for his whole career. I'm going to be a Mavs fan. So I'm a Mavs fan. Sure. Just wanted that out there now. It
1: takes, I guess.
0: So I'm a Mavs fan. Um, But leads into my next question, which I wanted to ask you about. So Steven Jackson went on a podcast the other day, and he gave his top five NBA players in the league right now. Um, he left off a notable name. I'm not going to tell you who he left off. Cause I, I want you to make your own list. And then we're going to see like where you're at, where I'm at with my list and l- have like a little bit of a conversation. And then I also wanted to, um, for everyone listening first, share the podcast with a friend, by the way. Um, but whenever we post a clip of our top fives, I want people to comment their top fives to see kind of like where everyone's at. Cause the way the NBA is right now, like we were talking about it last episode, there's so many mid teams. There's so many not good teams. There's so many bad teams, but there's a lot of really good players scattered around the NBA. So many. But I feel like there can be somewhat of a succinct top five, but I want you to go first.
1: Okay. I mean, if you don't have LeBron and KD in your top five, then you don't know ball. That's for damn sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: I don't have one of them in my top five.
1: Giannis has to be okay. in there. Curry has to be in there. So that's four. And for my five, definitely, definitely missing. Uh, I'm going to tell you
0: right now, you think this list is rock solid, but you're missing so many.
1: I'm missing so many. I already know. Um, uh, but top
0: five is hard. So, you know, I'm not going to like,
1: I'm not going to bitch. It's hard. So hard. I mean, I know I'm missing superstars. Do you right
0: want now. me to say a name for you? Yeah. Jason Tatum.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Give me Tatum. Uh, all right. So I would go LeBron, KD, Giannis, Curry, and Tatum.
0: Okay. So I'm going to go. And I'm
1: missing, totally missing Luca. luca has got to be in there. Luka's got to yeah, be in well there. Yeah.
0: That's, well, that's where my list starts. I think wow. Luca's the best player in the NBA right now.
1: Okay. Um, did he not
0: that. have 25 points in the first quarter yesterday or something absurd no, like he,
1: that? He finished with 52, bro.
0: Yeah. So he's the best player in the NBA. It's bar none. It goes Luca, Tatum. Curry, KD, and Joel Embiid.
1: Wow. You just left LeBron off that list?
0: That's my five. I'm going to leave LeBron off the list for this reason. He's top 10 in the league, but if we're talking top five right now, I don't think he's top five right now. And I'm not going to steal Steven Jackson's take, but that was the guy that Steven Jackson left off. And I wouldn't have put LeBron in my top five right now either way. But the way he described it was that top five right now, LeBron is not in that skill level at his age right now. I can respect that. He was saying that too many people are going to look at that list and go, how is LeBron not in there? Because they're they're thinking of LeBron five years ago, four years ago, ten years ago, right? But this year right now, LeBron is not a top five player in the league. Those five guys are better than LeBron at the game of basketball right now.
1: Absolutely crazy take. Uh, I mean, I get it. He's definitely the tail end of his career, but. He's I mean, top
0: 10. He's top 10. Yeah, that's he's actually top five. crazy
1: that you're saying this right now. Like, I don't he's know if I agree. Five. I don't think I agree. You cannot
0: agree. You cannot agree. But tell me why you don't agree.
1: I mean, he's an absolute freight train going and driving to the basket. He can't be stopped. And when he wants to take over a game, he takes over. He can drop 40 anytime he wants. Anytime he wants.
0: And I think everyone that I put on my list scores 40 more than LeBron scores 40. And they do it at a pace and at a will that is, I think, much easier than the way LeBron would score 40 right now. I don't know about that,
1: dude. LeBron makes it look so easy. Everything
0: my 1-2, on- my one two. I refuse to debate. It's Luke and Jason. They're the best two players in the NBA right now, bar none. I don't even think it's close with the, after those two. Like, when those two are on, I don't even think it's close. I think... Devin Booker's not in there right now cuz he's hurt. Um on the on that podcast episode someone put Chris Paul in. I think that's fucking absurd. Wow. He's not even top 15. Dude, I so, wouldn't even say he's top 20. That's crazy. Um that's crazy. I think guys like Donovan Mitchell are getting close. Um I think you know people put Jokic in there. I just hate Jokic, so I wouldn't put him in there. Um but he's I mean, probably Jokic, Jokic is probably top 10. He's probably top 10.
1: Dude, there's so many unbelievable players in this league and it sucks that the league league is
0: so boring
1: i know it really fucking sucks like college basketball last last night was the first time where i i actually watched like four different college basketball games sweated the shit out of them and then when they were done i went and watched the late night nba game and these college games are so much more fun there's so much more energy so much more exciting the passion is there the love for the game is there uh you know when when these top teams in the nba go against each other you get glimpses of that passion but just it's it's nothing like the excitement and the energy that is in a college basketball game you know and 100%. i we, i don't know what it is that you can do to fix that but i was just like i was watching highlights last night on tiktok of like old uh nba you know moments and like i don't know dude i just remember like in my high school days Hearing Mike Breen screaming bang and like it was ah! it was a meaningless NBA, you know, so midseason good. game, but it felt like a playoff atmosphere, bro. Like, I don't know what it is, dude, but I just miss that like nucleus of the NBA passion that's kind of just dissolving, bro.
0: I think a lot of it is the reason why I love college basketball versus the NBA is it's the college games are much closer. You could get overtime on a Monday night. They're going to fight till the last second. They're going to foul with a minute left to keep the game close. Like, they're going to do all these things to try to win the game. Whereas the NBA, once they're up eight with three minutes left, it's over. The other team's like, fuck it, dude. There's no point in us trying to force this comeback. We'll just rest our starters and try to win the next game. Or we're on a three-game road streak. We're down 10 in the third quarter. There's no point in pushing ourselves. Let's just get some guys some minutes. Versus when we were growing up, because there was no real super teams – you had to go to war every night. Carmelo Mm. Anthony and that Knicks team had to go to war every night because they needed those wins because they knew they had a legitimate chance to win the title. Right now, if you're kind of an outside-of-the-bubble-looking NBA team, you know you're not winning the title. Yeah. You know you're Uh, not. Oh, my God, you know who we left off? Oh, my God, you know who we left off? Holy shit. A take? Take? Holy shit. Take Joel Embiid off my list and put Giannis in and put Giannis at three.
1: Yeah, I had Giannis in there.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know if I had Giannis in.
1: No, Giannis is probably the most dominant player in the NBA.
0: Did I have Giannis in? I hope it was Luca, Jason, Giannis.
1: Luca, Jason, Katie, Giannis, Katie, Embiid. and...
0: I had Embiid.
1: Embiid. I mean, interchangeable. You had LeBron. Jokic, LeBron. I hope I just had Giannis in Durant. there. Because I just
0: thought about the Bucks and I was like, if I don't have Giannis in my top five, like I don't know ball.
1: No, I mean, I want my top five to be Durant. Durant's the best player in the world. When healthy. Healthy, best player in the world, even to this day. He was the best player five years ago. He's still the best player to this day. When healthy, he can do everything. Um, I would go KD, Giannis, Luka, LeBron, Jokic. Dude, Jokic, I mean, you're getting back-to-back MVPs.
0: Yeah, the most debated MVPs of all time.
1: I know he's not the flashiness that you you need in a player because you look for swagger, you look for fucking stees, right? Jokic <laughs> is nothing but he's none of that. But if you all right, well then like, I, I wanna, When's the last time you watched a fucking Nuggets game? It's been a minute.
0: I have no interest in watching this vanilla bot just like <laughs> bot around like a meatball, just like botting. He literally yeah, just he, like he's just a meatball that uses his weight. That's it.
1: Yeah, he's phenomenal. And he's actually, he, like, redefines what centers can do. It's actually fucking insane.
0: He's not redefining what centers can do. Joel Embiid redefines what a center can do. Dude,
1: no, he's, he's a traditional fucking center. He's
0: huge. Are you high? <laughs> Joel Embiid's a traditional center.
1: No, he's not, because he can shoot. But Jokic is, is like fucking Magic Johnson, bro. He averages triple doubles like it's his job. It is his job. But... You know, when's the last time you fucking Embiid had a triple double? I don't know. Probably like a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he just dropped 50 this past weekend, but still I'm talking.
0: What dude? All right. Well, this is my list. Luca, Jason, Giannis, KD, Embiid. That's my five.
1: I mean, that's fine. I can respect that. Not having LeBron in there is fucking crazy, but.
0: I mean, comparing fucking Jokic to Magic Johnson is obscene. Well, it's not. And you should probably be arrested for that. <laughs> no,
1: I, no, I shouldn't.
0: I'm going to go get the police. Hold on. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so now, we were talking about the top five, but we were also talking about why it's not as competitive as it once used to be. And I think that's why you brought it up last episode. If you guys haven't listened to the last episode, go listen to it because Trent talks about it a little bit. But it, fe- it felt like it started when, and you said it last episode, Katie went to the Warriors. And I feel like, like I was just describing a couple of minutes ago, when we're in the era of Mello and Stoudemire on the Knicks, LeBron and Wade on the Heat, Tony Parker and Manu on the Spurs, Kobe and Gasol on the Lakers, Paul Pierce and Ray Allen on the Celtics. It was like a dogfight because every game you knew. This team has a chance to win the finals. Yeah, but we have to win our games because we want we want home court advantage in the playoffs. We want home court advantage when we get to the finals. Like we want that all these things, and now it feels like it doesn't matter because if you're in the East, you're like, well, it's probably going to be Bucks Celtics or Celtics Bucks, and then bots 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 bots, and then in the West, you're like, okay, the West is kind of close. I mean, the West is very wide open right now, but you kind of know that the Warriors are going to hit their their playoff stride, and that's going to be pretty hard to beat. You know, the Grizzlies are going to ask some questions, but they don't have like enough veterans yet to be able to make some noise. They're just like a bunch of kids playing basketball. But it was like back then you had such a disbursement of talent across the entire league to where it was like, I'm not going to leave to go get one.
1: Yeah.
0: the, The Damian Lillard, the reason why I have so much respect and why I love Damian Lillard so much and why I almost wanted to put him on my top five is because he is the last, he's the dying breed of that era. That is like, you know, that is going to be one of those guys that goes down as I didn't win a championship because I tried to do it in my home. Legitly. And I feel like that's where the league, you lose it a lot because no one really wants to grind for their team. They want to grind for themselves to the point where a team goes, oh, we'll take him to do a super team. We'll just win a chip real quick. Yeah. Whereas back then it was like, I want someone to come, uh, I don't need anyone to come play with us. Let's just do it here. Let's yeah. just do it here. Kobe was like, when everyone, when Shaq left, when all these guys left, Kobe was like, let's just do it here. Even when he was surrounded by D'Lo, Jordan Clarkson, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, the last thing Kobe Bryant did was go, I'm gonna go somewhere else and try to win a championship, man. Yeah. He was like, no, fuck it, bro. Like, I'm just gonna stay here. Like, Damian Lillard is the reason why the NBA used to be fun. Where it was like, I'm gonna stay here, you put pieces around me, and I'll go win us a championship. Whereas now it's like, I'm going to score as many points as possible, get my averages up to be like here so that LeBron or Steph goes, I want to play with him and then we'll win a chip. There's no more like, this is the team that I want to win with. It's like, where can I go get a championship? And then like, just put my feet up for the rest of my career. Cause I won one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got to agree with <coughs> how much I respect Dame Lillard. And I think it, there's a certain point to where maybe it's okay, you know, to, to leave and, Chase a ring, because I mean, at what point in Dame's career are they gonna fucking help him out and get him some weapons around him to be able to make a playoff push? Like, yeah, dude's out here dropping forty every night, and they're still mid, mid pack. You know, they'll win Mm -hmm. two straight, drop four straight. You know, and he's still dropping forty every fucking night. So it's like, I feel bad for him, bro. He's just over there rotting and fucking. Yeah, I
0: mean, the GM, you think the GMs would like figure it out. They traded like Gary Trent Jr. who ended up being 20 points per game guy. I remember when they did that, I was like, that's the dumbest trade of all time. They traded him to Toronto for fucking no reason. Then they got rid of CJ McCollum. It was like, but they haven't replaced anyone. Yeah. They get young pieces and young guys and all stars and they don't replace them with anybody.
1: Yeah, I know. So, I mean, I want to see Dame win. I would love to see him do it for his, you know, where he started in Portland. But I just don't see that happening in the next five years, which is probably how much time he's got left on his career.
0: I think it's also tough because no one really wants to play in Portland.
1: Nobody. (laughs) Nobody You know
0: what I mean? Like, it's easy to kind of get, like, two or three pieces when you're like, yo, you can come to New Orleans. Like, look how fun this city is. Like, dude, you can come to fucking, uh, sorry, you can come to, you know, Boston. It's a great city. Like when you're if I was if Dame was like pitching me to come play with him, I'd be like, dude, there's no police. <laughs> if I park my car in the stadium, someone might break in and steal my car. There's no police. <laughs> like this, like this city is shitty. <laughs> Sorry, Portland, but this city is shitty. Like, yeah, I'm I don't want to play there. Dame,
1: Dame's definitely an honorable mention. I would say Dame and SGA are my two honorable mentions tonight. Oh, not yeah, being, SGA for sure. I mean, SGA is just. Such a wagon, bro. Such a wagon. He's
0: incredible. And then I think, you know, like like you were saying too, the the problem with the NBA is also the Clippers. Like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard could easily both be top five players, but they just don't play anymore.
1: No, no. And Uh they're on the board today, and I'm like, she...
0: Also, leaving off like Kyrie Irving too, but I just hate Kyrie, so I would never put him in the top five because I just... His attitude is just incredibly terrible. So, But I know a lot of people have him in their top five as well. Yeah, Kyrie Irving on the Cavaliers. Was a top five player in the NBA, probably in any era.
1: Probably in jazz, any era. You mean the Jazz or the Cavs? The Cavs. Yeah. So you mean today's Donovan Mitchell?
0: No, I said Kyrie on the oh, Cavs. Oh,
1: Kyrie. Oh, sorry. My bad. Like 2016, oh, yeah, no, sure.
0: 2015. Kyrie Irving was incredible.
1: Incredible. I mean, he's still like, unbelievable.
0: Is. Yeah. He's no, he's still incredible. incredible. Still incredible.
1: He's still disgusting. Um, but yeah.
0: So. That that was kind of what I want to talk about the NBA a little bit. I also wanted to do kind of a quick, um, just because I was thinking about it this morning, you know, the snow was coming down. I was alone and I had nothing else to think about other than the sport of hockey because there was snow coming down <laughs> and I was alone <laughs> in my apartment <laughs> and, I, and I was like, who's going to win the Stanley Cup? And I, it's the Oilers.
1: I, I would disagree with that. This team is an absolute wagon. they're a machine. Uh, but I just don't think they can make an entire playoff run without selling. You know. So
0: this is why I think so. One, I <laughs> I go to one for one. I always go to bed with my bitch boy boots on. <laughs> so I woke up with them on, and I was like, I mean, it's the Oilers, obviously. But then I really started thinking about it. And I think, you know, Chelly was talking about it a couple of days ago at the house. And I think you were talking, talking about it too at the house. There's really no NHL team this year that is astounding to the point where you're like, holy shit. Like when the lightning went on their run, you were like, okay, I mean, like, and you know the lightning are going to make it there. Like there's not a team right now that I could say one and you could be like, no, because this team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like in my head, just the way the Oilers have kind of constructed this roster, I don't know. I just feel really good about them come playoff time. They're going to sell you this year for the rest of the year. Like, they'll sell you a minus one and a half. They'll sell you a short money line. They'll sell you a minus 300 money line. But I, for whatever reason, even looking back to the last playoffs, I just feel like this year might be the year for Connor McDavid.
1: I think, it's, I think it's a Bruins year. I think they're just a very complete team. They've got a great team. The Bruins goal. are busty.
0: The Bruins are busty.
1: They're the only team in the NHL that I refuse to bet against. Yeah, I feel that. You know.
0: I refuse to bet against the Oilers too though. I feel like I never want to bet against the Oilers. I mean,
1: fuck, dude. If they're playing if they're playing one of the top teams on the road, I mean, I'm I I'm, I'm probably going to take a short line or even at plus Chicky, uh whoever they're playing cuz they're great. Connor McDavid is by far the best player in the NHL and it doesn't come close, but they just can't hold on to a lead. They got issues in net. And uh, I, I just, I like the Bruins to win this year. I, I feel like it's their year. I also feel like it could be the Celtics' year, too.
0: You think it's going to be the Celtics this year?
1: I think they make it back to the finals.
0: Dude, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I haven't thought about my NBA futures yet because I want to see after the All Star break how everything starts shaking down and, and see how teams really start coming together. Oh, but dude, I just never feel comfortable fading Giannis, and I never feel comfortable fading someone. Ah, oh, like dude, the West is gonna be a dogfight. What are we gonna do when the Clippers get to the playoffs and they're fully healthy?
1: The Clippers can easily go out and win the win the title this year.
0: Like, what and are you? What are we gonna do when we get to the playoffs and no one is talking about the Clippers and they're fully healthy, giving Paul George and Kawhi Leonard like. 25 35 minutes a game.
1: Yeah, no, they're gonna be scary in the playoffs. That's what's so annoying about them is we can't even see them in full form hardly ever.
0: You know who's not gonna do anything this year? And I think it's a team that we can both get behind as like a team that I just despise the fucking Phoenix Suns.
1: Yeah, uh, I hate the Suns too. <laughs> I man. hate
0: them. I hate them so much.
1: They're annoying.
0: Like so annoying. They have a big man that everyone thinks is dominant, but I swear to God, in the playoffs, you could take his under and rebounds every game and he won't hit it.
1: Yeah, he's soft as shit, dude.
0: Yeah, he's so soft. They have a point guard that, like, thinks that used to be good, but is now old and, like, causes locker room problems. And then they have, like, a cast of bots that all the, it's it's all betting related, though. They have a cast of bots that are all at 15 and a half points. And every time I seem to take 15 and a half points, they never get it. So it's like, I can't. And then they have an all star that you think is free to get over 25 and a half points, and he scores 20 points. So it's like, I just, I hate, I hate that organization so much.
1: Yeah. I'm not a big Suns fan either. Um, and with Booker being out for as long as he is, you know, there's probably a good chance we don't have to watch him for too long in the playoffs.
0: I mean, are the Suns even going to make it?
1: Yeah. They'll make it. They'll make Do you it. You
0: think so? Yeah. The West is just so tough, dude. I hope the Lakers make it because I want to see the bit of them in the playoffs.
1: Sure. Me too.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Well, the last thing I did want to ask you before we wrap it up, I don't want this show to go on um too, too long. We're going to start previewing the Super Bowl next episode. So make sure you guys share the episodes with your friends. Make sure you guys um, check it out everywhere. And the last thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, as a lifelong Russell Westbrook fan, yourself being not myself, can you just talk to me about the state of Russell Westbrook? He went Five for 15 last night, had like 17 points. He's taking a lot of blame for the Lakers not success. And I think it's reasonable that he is because, you know, when you trade for a guy like Russell Westbrook, you expect him to do certain things and you expect him to get your team to a playoff quality team. And I think when he was traded there coming off the Wizards, you thought he brought the Wizards into a playoff team. But when you look at the East, it's really four good teams and then shitty teams. So if you can have a mediocre record in the East, you're going to make the playoffs. And I think that's what he did with the Wizards. Yeah. And I think everyone was like, oh my God, his career survived." revived. Let's bring him to the hardest conference to the West, put him under the biggest spotlight, and he's just doing what he did on the Wizards, but on the Lakers, but everyone's confused because they never watched the Wizards. They just saw him in the playoffs and they saw clips of him and Bradley Beal. <laughs> so I want you to talk to me about Russell Westbrook.
1: Yeah, he's in a state of his career that's it's tough to see, honestly. I mean, he's certainly on the decline. He's on the tail end of his career. He's an incredibly explosive player. And I've always just loved his mentality as an NBA player, uh, knowing that he's the fucking best player on the floor and he's faster than you and he can drive to the basket better than you. And I just always have loved the way that he carries himself on the court. Um, But in in Oklahoma city, you know, I grew up a diehard thunder fan the first day they came to Oklahoma city, Uh, watched Westbrook go from, you know, a rookie to MVP, average triple doubles. And I think that he's a guy that needs to be the best player on the floor. And he's not somebody that he can share the ball with. We learned that with Durant and Westbrook. We learned that with Paul George and Westbrook. Uh, It just doesn't work, you know? And so, unfortunately, I don't think he's ever going to win a ring because of that, uh, because of his inability to be able to have a tandem and make it work, you know? when he was averaging triple doubles, there was nobody on the Thunder besides him, Nobody, you know? And so he was able to make that a playoff team an eight seed. Uh, But still, I mean, there was nothing there really ever, but, uh, but he's, he's a guy who needs to control the game. And when he can't control the game, I feel like he swims in his head, Uh, you know, because people are expecting him to take 10 shots a game and make seven of them, you know? And if he's, taking bad shots which he does often and i don't know why he shoots the three ball like he's fucking curry and he's not like who's
0: telling him that he's got a good three ball
1: i don't know but it's so annoying watching him take threes or i can literally watch a westbrook performance and tell you which balls are going in and which aren't it's crazy <laughs> it, it's it's so frustrating you know he's That'd got a good a nice jumper that you know i'm confident when i see him get ready to shoot pull-up jumper that shit's gonna hit or if he's driving to the rack which i don't know why he doesn't do every fucking possession cuz nobody can stop him but when he starts hucking up threes bro you can just tell like he ain't he ain't prime rust right now and uh and you know laker fans are expecting him to have a shot like outside the perimeter or you know and he he's not just doing westbrook shit where he's driving to the rack he's dishing the rock he's averaging a triple double like he's just not doing it and so you got lebron you got ad You got all these guys on the floor in LA and it's tough. There's only one ball to go around. And so he's going to be traded. Yeah, no, I mean, I I kind of hope he goes somewhere where he's able to go back to his old self. You know, even if it's a fucking poverty ass franchise, uh, dude, I'm just looking at the standings right now. The fucking Kings are the three seed.
0: I told you that when we did our last episode, I was like, the Kings are good.
1: What the fuck?
0: That's what I was saying. They're good this year. They light the beam. When they yep. win games, they light that little beam. They've been winning games like crazy.
1: Consistently, a bucket getter that I feel like gets minimal respect is De'Aaron Fox.
0: I think he is a top five point guard in the league right now, and nobody talks about him. And this is why I think the NBA also sucks is because all they care about, like they literally make bits about it now, on. Bleacher Report socials on I House of Hoops, was, said, House of Highlights. I don't, care, highlights. About no I don't yeah, care about dude, no like, <laughs> If you don't play for a big market team, they don't give you any shine. Like the fact that Shea Gilchrist-Alexander and Darren Fox aren't both all-star starters is obscene to me, dude. Yeah, obscene those are two,
1: two consistent super guts all season long.
0: But then look at where they play. That's why nobody cares. The Sacramento yeah. Kings and the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's why the NBA sucks, dude. The media is also so stupid. Like, even in the NFL, if you play for an awful franchise, but you're a goat, you still get the same amount of shine as someone that plays with Pat Mahomes.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: In the NBA, the Kings are a fucking three seed. And last episode, we we had guys on the pod calling them mid. You were one of them. They're a three seed in the West.
1: That's fucking insane. I had no idea. And it's it because was. the
0: media. You don't get fed it. You don't get, yeah. fed it. you don't get fed it. There's probably 90% of America has no idea Shea Gilders-Alexander is averaging close to 30 fucking points per game.
1: Oh, he's averaging 30 and a half. Yeah.
0: And he's not an all-star starter, but Kyrie Irving is.
1: I mean, yeah, a lot of that has to do with the votes and shit, right? Yeah,
0: but that's what I'm saying. I literally quoted, then I was like, "It's good to see that the NBA fan base is still the worst in the world. <laughs> they have no idea what's going on. They literally just pick like who's got the biggest name. Like, it's actually incredible."
1: Yeah, I mean Durant is on there, and he hasn't played in like two months.
0: Kyrie's on there; he hasn't played all year. <laughs> I remember the last time I saw Kyrie Irving square on PP when the Nets were playing. Facts. Like what, dude? Like good bit. Good bit. <laughs> Like it's actually so infuriating. Um, but that'll that'll do it for another episode of um of TFM bets. Make sure you share with a friend. Make sure you guys check out the surgical stream on the Book It Sports Twitch channel. Um, you want to tell them what time it streams at?
1: Stream every weekday, <clears throat> every weekday at uh, one PM Central, two PM Eastern,
0: for three hours. You guys can come on, give your plays, talk to Trent, chop it up hopefully get your play in a super goats or the community parlay. It's actually a really great time. Um, I've never had my picks in there, so maybe you guys can, (laughs) but um, this has been another episode of TFM bets. Next episode, we're going to preview the super bowl. We're going to talk some props. We might delve into a little bit more of shitting on the NBA, but it depends on, you know, our appetite for it. I'd also love to get a guest on next episode. Maybe we get, um, maybe we get our got on or, Maybe Lauren or something like that. Someone For on the sure. team get them on get them on the show. Uh, try to get a third person on the couch. But um, yeah, is there anything else you want?
1: No. Let's just uh, go into February with some fucking bags.
0: And wait, let's just check really quick. What do the Oilers play?
1: Uh, doubtful, because there's only three games on, but they could be. Yeah, I was no. I was
0: even I was I was even going to check tomorrow. They, they don't.
1: don't. They don't.
0: They don't. Well, you yeah. guys are lucky. You just saved your coins because we would have <laughs> taken the Oilers.
1: <laughs> Fuck them, dude. I should have known the dress. They weren't winning that game.
0: Yeah, that one's on me. <laughs> if the dress is out, I don't know why anyone's listening to me. <laughs> oh, also, we will be shooting the beer mile at some point when it is nicer out, but there is snow on the ground, so just stay tuned for that. I will be running the beer mile. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to put a poll up to see what beer I should drink for the beer mile um i'm gonna put like one really gross beer and then three like light beers so we'll see what you guys pick i'm sure it'll be the gross beer but um you can ask you keep on the yeah a voodoo (laughs) ranger at 6 a.m i mean that is wild um but keep on the lookout for that and um this has been another episode of tfm bets appreciate you guys we'll be seeing